everyone, and welcome to the Smart Firefighting Podcast. This is your host, Kevin Sofen. Today, we're going to have a discussion with Jeff Adams of Cobalt Speech to talk about voice and audio. Voice and audio, you may ask. Well, think Amazon Echo and all these different voice applications in the consumer markets, but how can they be applied in certain aspects for the fire service? We're going to, t- we're going to dive into different aspects of keyword spotting, using voice and audio as a voice assistant, and then most interesting is as using voice and monitoring voice as a physiological detection system to ensure and monitor if a firefighter is healthy and safe and if they should be pulled out of the fire due to smoke inhalation or other health implications. We hope you enjoy listening and take care. How's it going, everyone? Kevin Sofen here in a discussion with Jeff Adams of Cobalt Speech. Jeff, welcome to the Smart Firefighting Podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Kevin. Great. It's good to be here. Good to have you. Excuse my cr- ugly Christmas sweater. It was the ugly Christmas sweater day here in Darley, so uh, had to had to blow everyone out of the water and and get my showcase my forty dollar Walmart suit. Well, if you didn't win first prize, if there were prizes, I don't know who who would have. That that's an amazing outfit. Thank you. Yeah, a bunch of gingerbread men saying "Oh snap!" <laughs> so, Jeff, tell me a little bit about your background and and how you started this company, Cobalt Speech. Yeah, great. So uh, I have been uh, I've been working in speech technology and particularly speech recognition for uh, 23 years. Uh, I've worked at uh, companies you may have heard of, like uh, Nuance uh, and uh, Dragon. Um, more recently, before I founded Cobalt Speech and Language, I I, I founded and led the the speech group at Amazon that worked on the Amazon Echo. Uh, um, in in the process of, of working at Amazon and building that team there, I realized how hard it is for a new company to get started speech, and that it really took the resources of a company like Amazon uh, to, uh, uh, to to start a new team uh, and uh, and hire world class talent. And I thought that um, there's a there's a problem that it that shuts out a lot of uh, small to mid sized companies. Or even larger companies that don't uh, have the, the the wherewithal or the or the uh, background to know how to start up a speech technology group, and uh, so I decided to found Cobalt Speech three and a half years ago. Uh, I, uh, I left Amazon and uh, have uh, we've been building up uh, Cobalt Speech and Language uh, since then. We are a, a company that does custom software development and uh, partner with other companies in particular uh, vertical domains um, to, uh, to bring speech technology to uh, those other places. Uh, and I'm excited to be talking uh, to you about uh, some, of the, some of the possibilities there for bringing speech technology into uh, you know, the world of uh, first responders and firefighting uh, and uh, what what we might be able to do there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that the smart firefighting community is really interested in. But to give us a little context about, I mean, you talked about the Amazon Echo and and there's all these different consumer grade voice applications that I think people are familiar with. But do you have any examples of how voice has been adapted to maybe law enforcement or the military and, and just to maybe something that gives some context and how voice is not just a consumer centric uh, type application? Yeah, uh, so um, there are there are a few um, there are a few areas. So 
first of all, when we talk about voice, um, I think what people naturally think of is um, speech recognition or uh, converting voice to text. You know, I hear you speak and, I, uh, and I'm able to figure out what words you said. Um, but voice technology goes so much uh, further beyond that. First, people who are familiar with applications like Siri or Alexa or OK Google will will know that um, there's another there's another dimension there. Once you recognize what words a person said, then uh, you might want to you might want to understand what they meant by that, uh, what they're trying to do. And uh, and come up with a coherent response. If I uh, if I ask uh, my uh, my Amazon Echo uh, Alexa, what time is it? Uh, it needs to figure out what it, what information am I looking for. It needs to go figure out how to respond appropriately, and and then and then speak back a response. So there's there's a dialogue management component there. There's um, a natural language understanding component, and there's um, um, there's a component of, of speaking the, the response back. Mm -hmm. um, so, so we can take some of that same technology and apply it to uh, like law enforcement or military applications. Um, in in a case where you know you might be in a you might be in a high pressure situation and you're uh, and and you have voice assistance in your head in your headset. That you can talk to and ask, uh, you know, where is my partner? Where is uh, what? You know, is there anyone at the at the back entrance or uh, or give some report like uh, uh, shots fired or, or mm -hmm. whatever? Um, and 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 the same kind of technology would be used to to recognize what you said, understand what you said, put that in in a system somewhere, um, you know, make it available to other people. And perhaps respond back depending so on the maybe way. in layman's term, almost taking the Alexa concept and then uh, allowing a, a firefighter to have a voice assistant that's with him to be able to answer key information and provide him relevant knowledge that he may not have in front of him, but with his voice assistant can now have access to based on his his conversation with the voice assistant. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. That that you know. That's not something that exists yet, but I think that ought to exist. Uh, I mm -hmm. think that's that ought to be built, um, and uh, uh, and that would be that would be super useful. Yeah, there, and that can take a lot of different forms. It could be like just information reporting. You know, at a very simple level, you just might want to report information and not have a dialogue. That would be the easiest to build. Uh, and maybe that'll be the first thing that, that shows up uh, when, when people get around to building this. Mm -hmm. uh, you could also have something, you know, you could take it to where it's uh, coaching you or querying you. Let's say you're someone needs some first aid and, uh, and, and they're wearing a tag that they're allergic to X, Y, and Z. And you want to be able to ask the system, uh, what does that mean about, uh, you know, can I give them uh, a shot of adrenaline right now or, or whatever? Um, so, um, yeah, so there's, uh, you know, it could be just reporting. It could be uh, some simple, like, looking up information, uh, all the way to something more sophisticated where and, and approaching you through uh, some high-stress situation. Yeah, and that, that's interesting you talked about. It could be simple reporting, looking up information, or a little bit more complex information. And, and really, as I've looked at voice in the consumer space, it's, 
it's almost like a, uh, another way to look at like a Google search where you now can do that same type of search using your voice and then through audio have that information relayed back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, so give me give me another example of you, know, you talked about voice assistant and you talked a little bit on, on keyword spotting and, and maybe detecting different tones and, and aspects of a firefighter's uh, demeanor and, and their, their voice. How, how can that be used for maybe some type of uh, physiological detection or, or some type of almost sensor that can be used to give the people monitoring the firefighters a little bit more data and information on the actual health and stability of a firefighter? I, Kevin, I think you, you brought up a couple of great ideas there, um, and I'm going to break them into two pieces. On the, on the one hand, let's just look at, um, but, but, but let, me, let me make sure I understand what we're talking about here, that what, this is uh, not something for helping the firefighter uh, speak and get some help. We're talking about the people who are monitoring them and helping them, the support staff there. Uh, to kind of help make sure that we know what's going on. And the, and the first thing that you mentioned was keyword spotting. So um, I think there would be a great application uh, possibility here where we look at um, uh, where we're just monitoring the, the, the conversation, the dialogue, the, the radio chatter uh, over, uh, uh, over the, the comms units that the firefighters are wearing. And just listen for certain key words and phrases that might alert us to something. Um, uh, that they're not necessarily talking to us, they're talking to each other. Uh, when I say talking to us, I mean talking to uh, an assistant or a system. They're talking to each other, but we're listening in on that and trying to learn what's going on for strategic and planning purposes. So that we might hear them talk about, oh, they found... Uh, there's a you know there's a child in the room in the, uh, that, that saw well we they don't have to necessarily call and tell us that we can just listen to them reporting that to their calls and uh, and uh, and they you know know that and uh, and and act react accordingly so just listening into what they're saying and understanding something about what that is listening and, and uh, looking for for keywords or phrases or, or uh, some basic understanding of what's being said. Mm -hmm. The other thing you mentioned is, I think, really interesting. Um, when we speak to each other, we learn a lot of information about the person that's speaking, more than just the words that they're saying. Uh, if you're talking to me, I'm going to get a pretty quick picture in my mind about, uh, you know, your gender, your age, your uh, something about, uh, you know, are you are you sick? Are you tired? Uh, there's a lot that comes out in our speech more than the words that you might write down. Um, and, uh, and I think there's an opportunity when we're monitoring firefighters to listen for signs in the speech uh, of stress or uh, maybe uh, some adverse physical conditions of, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know for certain what the symptoms are, but I imagine you can... Uh, detect signs of uh, fatigue, smoke inhalation, uh, uh, other other uh, you know carbon monoxide poisoning, uh, whatever it is. I imagine you can detect a lot of that in the speech. We have uh, we can work from people's speech, uh, and I think that there's um, 
there's anything to be able to uh, to apply that same technology to firefighters to figure out what you know uh, raise an alarm that you know this this firefighter might be uh, showing signs of fatigue or or um, uh, smoking inhalation or over stress or whatever and and then respond accordingly maybe uh, you know relieve someone or, or uh, uh, invite them to step outside for a little bit and and uh, get some fresh air whatever yeah I like I like what you said in terms of that there's a lot more that comes out in speech more than just your words and I think that's that's a big thing that we want, I want to dive into where right now firefighter safety is one of the most important things that the fire service is dealing with and there's all these different types of sensors that are integrated to our, our personal protective equipment and our helmets and our nozzles and all these different areas where we're now getting data and we're using that to determine, hey, this firefighter's heart rate is out of whack or he has some level of, of uh, some hormone is, is, is out of whack. So we now are getting those types of that information and sending it back to the fire commander to give us information. Really, I look at this this voice and audio recording is no different than a, a PPE sensor that's monitoring a, a factor of the firefighter that's allowing us to determine that, hey, there might be a problem here. And I think like what you mentioned to me when I met you in person was that there's a lot that goes into just speaking from when you, you'd mentioned, and I'd like you elaborate on it, from the communication of your brain and your lungs and your mouth where if, if something is out of whack, your vo- your, the way you're talking might be, if anything, the best way of any sensor to actually indicate that there's a problem. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, speech is, speech is one of the most complex traits uh, of, of a human being. Uh, it involves so many different uh, uh, systems in your body, your, your brain and neurological system, your respiratory system, your muscular system. Uh, and all of those, if, if there's something wrong that affects any one of those, uh, it, it typically affects the speech, which means that we can, we can, by listening to the speech and recognizing those symptoms and signs, we, we can get uh, a, a, a rich insight into uh, what, you know, if something is uh, amiss, if something's wrong with one of those systems uh, in, in a person. Uh, whatever it is, you know, whether it's you know stress, uh, which is you know mostly affecting the brain, or something affecting the respiratory or muscular uh, systems, and we can get um, we, we we can rec- those the different things are manifest in different ways, and we can um, we can pick up on that. Um, we we don't have the the technology today to immediately like today. I couldn't show you something today that says. Oh, uh, here's I recognize from this speech that somebody has smoke inhalation, uh, uh, smoke poisoning. Uh, we we would have to collect examples of people speaking with the various uh, kinds of symptoms, and uh, and then train our our speech technology to recognize those uh, in the future. Uh, but that's a that's a straightforward process. We know how to train those if we just have examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a huge potential there for monitoring and, and uh, improving firefighter safety. And, and how would you envision that working? Would this be a, some type of software that's built into some a microphone that's then linked in with something else, or how, how would this all come together in, in your perspective? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, 
I think one thing that's probably clear when, when you hear me talk is that I'm a novice when it comes to firefighting. I don't know always the right words to use. I don't know always the right, uh, you know, how how things are, are best implemented. Uh, we would be looking to partner with someone who is an expert in firefighting to figure out the right way to implement that. I uh, um, Naively, without knowing better, I would think we would probably build something that would uh, just tap into the comms uh, uh, infrastructure and just listen to all the firefighters uh, as they're talking to, let's say, to each other um, or to the the, uh, the fire chief or whoever, the dispatcher. Uh, see, again, I don't know what words to use, but that that's exactly why we would want to partner with someone who, who knows that, um, uh, who knows the, that domain. Um, so we would we would tap in and just eavesdrop on the the firefighters talking, and uh, I, I would imagine not necessarily be in their helmets uh, or in their um, in their microphones, but probably something that would sit uh, on the on the comm system monitoring that uh, and uh, and and looking for symptoms or signs that might uh, alert us to a problem. Yeah. Well, that's part of why we're doing this and within the smart firefighting community wanting to explore some of these innovative concepts such as voice and audio and see how can these pieces come together. And there's a, a bustling community of other startups and working on with other corporations. So we've got some other ideas for you with, with some other um, connections and collaborations. And uh, we've got some other trade shows that we're interested in working with you on here in 2018. But anything want to give our viewers and audience an opportunity to learn more about you if they want to learn more about you or cobalt speech how would they do that uh, probably the easiest way is to send an email to uh, to us um, you can go f find us on our website cobaltspeech.com uh, you can email us at uh, info at cobaltspeech.com um, and uh, just drop us a line, and, and we will uh, we'll be happy to get back to you and, and uh, set something up. That's great. Well, we got well, we will have the show notes here in the post of the podcast, and we will also have this on the partner page of Cobalt Speech within the SmartFirefighting.com network. And, and Jeff, really appreciate your time today. We're excited to explore voice and audio within this space, and we look forward to, to more discussions here in the future. It was great talking to you, and I look forward to uh, more discussions. I think there's a lot to be done here. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya.